The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's 205 and it's Hope Day. Hope Day. It is a Wednesday, a rainy Wednesday. Yes, it's rainy and cold, or as they like to call it on the West Coast, winter. Uh, hey, speaking of those people out <laughs> or there. Or summer. That's sometimes, true. Sometimes, yes. And speaking <laughs> of the folks out on uh, this is exciting. that coast in BC. Yeah, we're going to simulcast with uh, CKNW News Talk 980 out there. Uh, coming up at 3 o'clock, we're going to be talking Trans Mountain Pipeline. It That's... is the Pipeline Hotline. Is that what we're calling it? We're calling it? it the Pipeline Hotline. Love it already. Yeah. So. Here's what we want to do. We want to get your uh, calls parked and ready to go just before 3 o'clock so that we can put you on the air to a B.C. audience. So if you mm-hmm. have an opinion, strong or otherwise, about what the uh, federal government's done or what... If you agree with it, yeah. if you disagree with it, if you agree or disagree with the way the B.C. government, John Horgan's been uh, handling yes. things, here's your chance. Your opportunity to not only express your opinion, but to do so to a British Columbian audience. Mm-hmm. And we'll be taking calls from B.C. as well so that they have that equal opportunity to talk to an Alberta audience. I think it'll be a very interesting hour. I think it will as well. So it'll be uh, me and Andrew and Linda Steele. That's right. At our sister station, CKNW News Talk 980 in Vancouver. Looking forward to that. We'll keep reminding you of it uh, through the next hour. And again, we'll get you all lined up, put on hold just before 3 o'clock. That's right. We should probably tell people uh, uh, several times between now and then, the phone number to get on hold is 496-0063. So not yet, not now, but close to 3 o'clock, 496-780, of course, uh, 496-0063. Someone texted in, pipeline or pipe wine? <laughs> well, I guess it depends on where you stand on the issue. Oh, I'll tell you what, uh, and that's the other thing, too, is I, I'm hoping, and, and in fact, we're, I think, aiming for this, that that hour is not about us Oh, no, it's going to be about you, opinion. Chuck, and talking. Right. We, we want to be moderators uh, of your opinion, so keep it classy. You represent us, the province to the uh, other province west of us. So keep it classy. Um, but we'll take as many calls as possible. I, I'm only my... I've got a lot of opinions on this, of which I'll probably express none. But uh, I'll tell you, one of my regrets with all of this mm. is that I was not the one to come up with uh, the term kinder surprise. I wish I had. It seems like something I, I would have come up you with. You know what? I saw that. I think it was on Twitter. Someone had said, you know, who is going to be the first to use kinder surprise? Yeah. Or whatever. I was like, oh, Gosh, we have to use it somewhere. I know. You want to be the first, though. Yeah. I mean, you won't get credit for it. Well, but no. Still. Hey, and I and I forget who it was that came up with it, but it was very well done. Yeah. Kinder surprise. Oh, it's it was right the there. Trudeau. So it was easy. the Trudeau government's Kinder surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. A chocolate wrapped pipeline. Uh, I thought the folks out on the West Coast would be all about pipes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There you go. Uh. Winter, haha! Should have called it a hotline bling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? We uh, we'll have a whole hour to yep. talk the pipeline. You know what? Every year we talk about in hot weather, come summertime, about not leaving your humans, your animals yeah. in a vehicle. And over the past couple of years, another topic has come up. But we seem to have to regularly remind people not to do because you know yeah. what it is causing hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage and putting lives at risk 46 fires related to it last year alone um 
to, for this year. Sorry, 46 fires related to it this year mm-hmm. alone. An estimated property loss of $5.3 million. In 2017, 63 uh, resulting in $3.5 million in property loss. And 88 fires in 2016, $5.4 million. We're talking about putting cigarettes in planters. And look at on don't a smoker. Don't put them out in I, there. Yeah, I don't do it. They sit in there, they smolder, they can ignite. And last night, uh, it, it was the cause again. of a fire, destroying two homes and damaging three others in southwest Edmonton. A fire crews uh, called to the McEwen neighborhood at about 2.30 a.m. People had to evacuate their houses. They had to grab their children and get out. And one homeowner says he's lost everything. And you remember that neighborhood um, back in about 2006, 2007, there was a massive blaze. If it's the same McEwen neighborhood on the southwest side that I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. a massive blaze that destroyed dozens of homes. Well, the apartment building that went up that was, was as a result. It was not far from over there, too. That's right. That apartment building, my uh, nephew lived in that yep. apartment building. And, and oftentimes, as we say on this show and others uh, say, that you know, once something falls out of the news wheel, you kind of forget about mm-hmm. it a little bit. Well, that was a big story for a few days, and people were astonished that uh, a single cigarette butt could have wiped out an apartment mm-hmm. building. But I'll tell you right now, it took them over a year to get re adjusted, located, and it really changed their lives. And they had nothing to do with that cigarette butt. They just happened to yeah. be there. You know, I know it's it's probably easier. Maybe you're sitting out there, you've had a few beers, whatever. Mm. No, grab an ashtray, you know, put it in an empty pop can. Yep. When you guys come over to the house, I go to the dollar store and there's these metal container, like little bins almost yep. for a buck or two I get I grab a couple of those let's use those yep. uh you know and because I don't want them in my fire no either, I know because I don't want my dog sniffing around yeah, in there for doing sure. it. but you know ma- make sure you have another we sort of plan. do it like a dirty diaper to be honest with you we take uh, a water bottle if we're at somebody else's place or whatever and we drain it down to about yeah. two inches and then we put all there and then we secretly sneak it out of your house when we're leaving not your house specifically but <laughs> no, you left them <laughs> <laughs> yeah we left them but we well I thought you you had it made. Oh. Anyway, so yeah. I what? Mean, just, well, I thought you had it. Don't you have a person that comes in and cleans up? I have a cleaning cleans lady yeah. every two weeks. Oh, every two weeks. Okay. Yes, it's my... Well, that's about it's, as often as you invite us over, so that's, that <laughs> yeah, works Yeah, I try to plan good. it. I try to plan it. She comes over on Thursday <laughs> oh, and invites you on the Fridays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the only time. It's, it's, the, on, it's the on week because you don't want to be in the house in the week that that's she's not right. there. You know, because had, I actually have to clean the house before she gets there. Yeah, well, makes sense. We had, uh, we've had the fire chief on the show uh, a few times, uh, Chief Block, and he's mentioned as well that the siding um, in mm. several of these neighborhoods, my own included, and the one that caught fire last night, it... Uh, it it, it really isn't fire resistant. It's well, and think how close the houses are. And exactly. I know they had made um, the, the, the um, Fire Chief Wolseley, the one uh, prior to uh, Chief Block, had, had really pushed for a lot of change and getting, yep. you know, more room. So instead of, what is it, six feet between houses, you know, putting it to eight or ten feet, if that, you know, making sure that there's, there's different kind of uh, materials used on the siding. Yep. But still, guess what? You're still, a lot of you guys are really, really close together. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't know, take much. Actually, as long as we're talking about this, why don't we just, you know, keep doing public service announcements? Because here's the other thing. When you change your clocks, put them back and put them forward. That's 
that's a good time to check your uh, smoke detectors as well, right? Because in this particular case, the family woke up at uh, 2 something, 2.15, yep. 2.20, because of their smoke detector yep. going off, and they were able to get out and get their children out in time because of yeah. that. Imagine what the story would have been had those batteries not been yeah. working, right? Dad so, said about a minute later and things might have been a different yeah, story. Yeah, it went up pretty fast. Actually, the dad, after everyone got out of the house, attempted to fight the fire because he was looking mm. from the inside at what he thought was an isolated fire without yep. realizing the whole side of his house was ablaze. Yeah, right? he was so, trying to put it out. And yeah. he's like, no, can't do that. Uh, Graham just texted in, and I've seen it too um, recently, although I don't see it, excuse me, as much as I used to see it before, as, you know, throwing butts out the window. Yeah. Or well, flicking your ass out the flicking your ass out the window. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's... Even the second time that sounded just, odd. I know. I was just making sure it came out the right way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're going to smoke, you're, you have every right to smoke in your own vehicle, Absolutely. as I do. Uh, travel ashtrays, they're really great. You can get them pretty much at any gas station, uh, truck stop, anything like that. They're the ones that are not open. They're, they're sort of like a cup with a lid on them, and they got a whole little hole in the middle. So you use it as an ashtray, then you put the butt down the hole, and it oh. will really contain the smell yeah. within the car, but it also will prevent you having to throw it out the window. These grass fires and... Oh, yeah. uh, some of these fires, and this goes back to my days, you know, with the Alberta Forest Service. You wouldn't believe how many fires the cause of which was a cigarette thrown out of a car. And they, and again, like that planter, oh. they spread. And then, in hindsight, it's hard to believe. Seriously, like that cigarette. That little thing caught that yeah, much damage. Several million dollars worth of damage. It happens. You know, I have to tell you something about um, you, old time memories. Um, my grandfather and my grandmother, on my on my dad, so my mom and my dad's parents. Okay, the British ones. Yeah. Um, we would be shipped off to them every su- summer to go spend time with them, and it was a little frustrating at times because um, my grandmother's accent was quite. I had troubles understanding her at times. My grandpa, no problem. But anyway, um, we would go stay at the... um at their house, so they ran the uh, visitor's house for Union Carbide in Lindsay. So they just lived in a little tiny thing in the back, but it was the... the, um, the house for you knew. So when people were coming in and traveling, that's where they stayed and she would cook and clean and you'd, you'd do all that sort of stuff for them. But um, we would go for drives. We would go for drives. My grandma and grandpa had a red duster. The car was a duster. Oh, wow. And I love this car. Mm-hmm. The black leather interior. Car. And it was just a beautiful red, black leather interior. And grandma would be sitting in the passenger seat because she didn't drive. And she'd have her, her uh, handkerchief around her, her hair so, you know, nothing would blow out of place. Yeah. Um, grandpa would have his uh, sunglasses on and his hat because he always wore a hat, just like your dad. Mm-hmm. Um, grandpa always had a, a fancy hat just on the right angle. Yeah, oh, yeah. And both of them would just have cigarettes hanging out of their mouths. <laughs> yeah. Windows, you know, right down. We'd be driving from Lindsay over to Bob Cajun or whatever it is. And Jeff, my brother and I, dodging sparks <laughs> yeah. in the back seat while, you know, uh, Dorstay's 8-track, uh, Case Sarah, Sarah mm-hmm. was blaring through everything. <laughs> and if it wasn't cigarettes, it was Grandpa's pipe because Grandpa smoked a oh, pipe as well. Love the smell, of, love a the pipe, smell yeah. of a pipe. But see, you'd be in the back and just be dodging, dodging, <laughs> dodging. <laughs> But I remember the smell of that car. Mm-hmm. And you know how sometimes cigarette smell can be yeah. awful? Sure. There was something about the combination of the leather, the gas, the, the cigarette smoke, the, the pipe smoke. 
I, I don't know. Just familiar. That just, it's just a familiar smell. I would love to have yeah. had one more chance to smell that. But that's one of those memories that I have of, you know, cigarettes yeah. and, and pipes that just resonates every time I, wow, really? I think of something like that. Yeah. When, when I think about smoking oh. in the car, I always think about uh, Bob Choman a comedian out of Calgary who I don't think is a comedian anymore, but um, he and I went on a road trip to Vancouver Island probably 20 years ago. I smoked and he didn't, and uh, he wanted to bring his new car. Mm. And I had said, well, we'll take my car because I can smoke in it. And he said, well, no, my car. I want to break it down. I want this yeah. and that. Uh, so I, I was like, well, we can take two cars then because I'm, I'm going... I'm not going to do a nine or ten hour drive without having to smoke. And he goes, well, I'll pull over for you. I'm like, well, no, that's just not how it's going to work. I, I'm happy to take So finally we agreed to take his car and I could smoke. And you were allowed to smoke in it. Wow. Yeah, but we got to Vancouver and uh, we went to pull our stuff out of the back seat and the burn marks in <gasps> his upholstery. Oh, no. It, I, it, you didn't even notice it. It was just yeah. every time you tapped it, you know, yeah, all it the sparks back. flew back. But his brand new car, and it was this crushed velvet kind of mm, upholstery, yeah. and it had holes all over. Oh, is he mad? We did a road trip from Thunder Bay to Winnipeg to see Garth Brooks. I think it was 1994. And my buddy Murray, who was driving, he's a nonstop smoker. <laughs> the rest of us in the vehicle weren't smokers. We were driving an Astro, like a minivan, mm-hmm. Astro or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. And he would light one up, one after the other, after the other. <laughs> and we're all just dying in the back. And then it broke down just outside of Kenora. So, yeah, that was a good time. Uh, hey, Jed. Hey, how are you doing? Good. good. What's going Busters, on? I had a green... 1970 duster. Oh, did you really? I love oh, that what car. A, what, a, what a piece of crap. It was a 225 <laughs> six-cylinder, and I got so pissed off one time, we decided what we were going to do was light the car on fire one night. Oh, my goodness. What? So, here we are. We take back, we put a whole bunch of gas down on the floor. We put a little paper mache thing on the seat, soak it in a little bit of gas, light it, and then run away. So we come back the next day. You know the way the foam in those seats was so thick? Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn. If there wasn't this hole about the size of a mini beach ball in the middle of the seat, that's all that. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I'll never forget that, that little that little green duster. Oh. We had so much fun in it. It was just... Uh, what a crazy car. Well, I know nothing about the workings of it, but I had a lot of good memories. Thanks for the call, Jed. Got her. Yeah, take care. Take it easy. 219. Uh, quickly, before we take our break, speaking of burning things and it not going the way you thought it was going to go, out uh, camping one year, I had bought one of those big uh, party packs of fireworks. And, you know, <laughs> it's got all kinds of different sizes and yes. this kind of thing. So I emptied all the uh, fireworks out and we had them all lined up on the picnic table. And then I took the box and did what you do. Um, when you're camping, I threw the box on the fire because you might as well get rid of it. But the two things I didn't know, uh, first of all, a complete plastic lining to the box. That's, you know, the, yeah, yeah. which the this thick chemical smoke. Yeah, disgusting. You know. But the other thing was apparently uh, there was a second layer of fireworks. You're, you're supposed to lift <laughs> one tray off and there's another one. So people were just standing there going, oh, Andrew, what are you? And then, pow, 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 pow. Like, wow. It was a great display, but not the safest. Have you seen, we watched this movie a couple of weeks ago and that happened. No way. It? And it's something about like, Mark and Johnny need wedding dates or something like that. It's got Zach Efron Efron on it and the and one of the guys from um 
uh, pitch perfect. Okay. Anyway, and they're looking, and every time they show up at a wedding, something bad goes wrong. But one of them is the fireworks. Really? But the fireworks shoots off and blows up the camper. Oh, no. It was like a boom, poof. And they got it all on videotape. Thankfully, most of the second layer was just really noisy stuff. and yeah, Some sparklers. (laughs) That's not the correct way to ignite them, though. talking about um you know well flicking your fires and you know cigarettes and this latest fire caused by a discarded cigarette butt in a plant or another one like that two Uh, homes lost three damage yeah not good at all dave from westlock's on the phone hey dave hello what's going on oh i was just listening to you talk about fireworks and cigarettes and I, i know some folks they are smoking the cigarette flipped it out the window and the wind blew it back behind the seat, caught the fireworks on, and burnt the truck to the ground. No way. What? He had, he, had, he had fireworks in the back yeah, seat? Yeah. Well, I guess. Oh! Do you know what? Listen, that's... I'll tell you this, because I had forgotten about this until you just said that. <laughs> Many years ago, I took the propane tank to go to the gas station, uh, right? And uh, this was dumb of me and stupid and don't do it. But I had the propane tank in the back seat, and I had uh, my uh, my girlfriend's son sitting next to it with the instructions to make sure it doesn't roll around. And then she was in the front seat, and I was in the I was in the driver's seat, and we were both smoking, which that's dumb all by itself, right? But at some point, the kid just leaned over, as kids will do, and turned on the and tap. turned on the uh, propane when we were on our way home with a full propane tank. But oh my God, like nothing happened. We didn't blow anything up. But still. But it was so bad. Like I just grabbed her cigarette and mine and like heaved them out the window before I, oh, people are stupid, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the call, Dave. Bernie. How are you guys doing? Good. What's going on? So CKNW, just like Chad, used to be something different back in the day. And... It's so cool. CKNW is the source of the jingle. Dollar forty nine day Tuesday. Dollar forty nine right? day Woodward's. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> I remember there. that. The reason why I wanted to call though was, <laughs> um, so my friend and I were experimenting with smoking. We never really got going, and thank goodness when I hear stories about driving cross country and needing to smoke nonstop. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm I'm trying to light this cigarette, and it won't light. But I've got all these matches, so uh, it wouldn't like because I was too chicken to inhale. Uh, <laughs> but I've got these matches, so, and I'm in my friend's garden shed. So I'm using the matches to burn the little cobwebs that are hanging. Uh-huh. And, well, cobwebs are connected to the 6,000-year-old blinds that are filled with oh, no. dust. Not blinds, but curtains. Yeah. Yes. Of curtains in the garden shed. And the, and the curtains catch fire, and I'm screaming at my friend to let me out. And I'm thinking, what a stupid way to die. Thankfully, he did open the door. He thought I was kidding. He wouldn't unlock the door. <laughs> How, so, so but at least I was a kid. And yeah. Just a moment ago, you said the things that we do because we're stupid, like the, like the propane tank. Yeah. It is. So many things we do and we're stupid. But I, I'm watching the thing go up and thinking, well, I'm just going to die here. <laughs> yeah, and this is how it is. I didn't even actually inhale the damn cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and yet smoking kills. Yeah, yeah. yeah, enough smoke right there. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Bernie. Thanks right. for the laugh. Take it easy. Uh, Ken, hold the line through the 2.30 news. We're going to break for Eileen and news headlines. A reminder at 3 o'clock, just after the 3 o'clock uh, news, it is the Pipeline Hotline. Your chance to voice your 
opinions on yesterday's decision by the uh, Trudeau Liberals to buy the Trans Mountain Pipeline. We'll talk about that and uh, we'll have listeners from CKNW in Vancouver weighing in as well. So we're going to be doing this with Linda Steele yep. at CKNW. And once again, the phone number uh, just before three to get on a hold to talk to both British Columbia and Alberta is 496-780-496-0063. News is next. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.